Alright, and welcome back to What is Truth Podcast. This is going to be very quick, very brief, because we have a very special uh, clip here that obviously is going to be very hard to find on any of the social media deplatforming platforms. So we're going to give it to you right here. Uh, This is going to be from Garland Favorito and the Voter GA. They, They held a presser this morning. And they provided proof of election fraud in Georgia 2020. And you can go to thegatewaypundit.com and uh, they have a great article up there right now by Jim Hoft. And I'm just going to read a little bit from this and then you are going to hear, in its mostly in it of its entirety, what aired earlier today live on Facebook. I can't find it on YouTube. Big shocker there. Can't find it anywhere else. So I thought that I would put this up for everyone. You could check it out. Garland Favorito, the founder of the Election Integrity Group, Voter GA, will hold a press conference on Tuesday morning. Voter GA will review highlights of its amended ballot inspection complaint and provide proof that election fraud occurred in the November 2020 election. So here it is from Garland Favorito. Hope you enjoy. Okay. Um, okay, thank you. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and get started here. Uh, sorry for the guy, but uh, we were live on America's Voice this morning. Y'all could hear. Um, I'm, I'm obviously not talking loud enough, so I'm going to have to talk a little bit louder this morning. So thank you for being here. Um, as you can see, what I want to talk about this morning is an overview of our amended complaint. Uh, the public evidence that's been available to the elections officials for over six months. And I'll go, to, uh, promise you a little bit of a sample of actual proof of, of fraud that occurred and in the audit. This is all about the Georgia audit. Uh, I want to start off with the amended complaint. First of all, I want to, uh, I'm going to need to point out a few things. Many of you have been the, uh, have asked me about the fact that was this case actually uh, thrown out uh, in, in, this, in the last uh, hearing. Uh, we've gotten some false reports out there. It says that the judge throws out most of the case alleging counterfeit ballots from Fulton. Quote, a judge dismissed most of the lawsuit Thursday seeking a deep inspection of Fulton County absentee ballots from last year's presidential election. None of this information is true. Whatever actually happened is with that complaint was that uh, the judge substituted parties. The defendants are now the individual board members who were the individual board members that we had originally put in the case. The judge added the county and the judge decided to take the county off. That's his prerogative. And he, uh, maybe he did the right thing. So our case, not one, not one count of our case has been dismissed. Not one count. Everything is going forward. In fact, we actually beat down the dismissal movement that was attempted by Don Samuels at the last uh, hearing. So everything's alive and well. Based on that, we've decided to amend our complaint because we want to compensate for official immunity, which now may be claimed, versus sovereign immunity, which was claimed before. The technical difference, I know you don't really care that much about it. But as a result of that amendment, we decided to add new evidence that um, basically makes our equal protection and due process claims even stronger. So 
Uh, that's what I would like to tell you about. I'm going to run through here just really quickly. It won't take that long, uh, just to show you a few things. And, oops. See if I can get this thing going. My, my mouse clicker is broken, so I've got to... Okay, we're going to do this this way. How's that? So, uh, just a summary of our new complaint. Our amended, these are just new counts added to the existing claim. We believe that there is massive audit errors in the audit. Massive errors. I'm going to explain to you what, how massive they are. We've, we've, we've detected false audit reporting. We have um, also found some duplicate audit reporting. We have found audit results without ballots. We have found ballots that are unreported in the audit results. And we found missing chain of custody forms for ballots. So I want to just quickly run through those very fast. Massive audit errors. If you look at the actual ballots, at least 923 of the 1,539 mail-in ballot batch files <coughs> contain votes that are incorrectly reported in the official Fulton County November uh, third results. Now that is due to discrepancies between the votes for Donald Trump, for Joe Biden, and the total votes cast. If you break down that even further into the actual batch files, a 1080 of 1598 are actually in error. So the error rate of the Georgia audit is 60%. If you, if you run the numbers, the audit that was conducted in Georgia that was used to certify, or I'm sorry, that was used to verify the certified election results has a 60% error rate. How do you verify the certified results with an audit that has 60% error rate? Not possible in my book, and I used to do system development methodology and audit procedures. I said that there was some false audit reporting. We have found seven tally sheets that are all, you, they come out to say uh, 850 total votes in those seven sheets for Joe Biden, zero for Donald Trump, zero for Joe, uh, Joe Jorgensen. If you look at the actual ballot images, you find a completely different story. 550 votes for Joe Biden, 140 votes for Donald Trump, 11 votes for Joe Jorgensen. Yet somebody wrote in, and we're gonna, I'm gonna show you these so you can see it and you, you'll be able to find it for your own self. So that turned out to be 850 to nothing in the audit. And the audit was used to verify the certified results. I don't see how that's possible. We skipped one. Sorry about that. There's duplicate audit reporting. At least 36 batches of mail-in ballots that contain a, over 4,255 total extra votes were redundantly reported in the audit. Now that number is even increasing because we're finding more and more uh, uh, information out. Um, that equates to 3,390 extra votes reported for Joe Biden, 865 extra votes reported for Donald Trump, and 43 extra votes reported for Joe Jorgensen. 
So you can figure out the net difference on that. Some of those we know were duplicately scanned. We still don't know exactly how many yet. In addition, Fulton County failed to include over 50,000 mail-in ballot tally sheets when they originally put the results out. They came back later in late February and added these. They were not part of the original disbursement uh, of, of tally sheets, and they continued to be missing for a long time. That's only the mail-in. They were missing over 100,000 in total uh, tally sheets. Why they were not loaded up with everybody else's, we don't know. We hope to find out. There were ballots unreported in the audit results. 200 Fulton County mail-in ballots containing votes were not included in the hand count audit results that were published in November 3rd. And we have, um, in addition, we have a missing ballot chain of custody. The uh, three days of chain of custody forms uh, were never produced and that equates to about 5,000 ballots. So there's about 5,000 ballots that have no chain of custody documentation. So the, everything I'm showing you today is public record. There is nothing uh, unique to our case, nothing whatsoever unique. Uh, it's all public uh, information and uh, you can get the ballot images files. If you look in our press release, which is up on voterj.org, we link into the, the, uh, we link into the ballot image files that uh, David has, has put out there and David has led this effort. We're really grateful for him. Um, so you can do that yourself. I'm gonna show you, uh, here's a sample of the tally sheet. This is one of the ones that we, we were talking about earlier. It shows, I don't know if you can see it, but it shows 100 to nothing for Joe Biden. Well, you go look at the, at the actual results and it, they're something completely different. It might be 60-40 Joe Biden, or it might be 70-30. Um, we can, I can walk you through the, each one of those tally sheets, but there's six or seven like that, varying from 100 to nothing to 250, uh, to 200 to nothing. Here's a little table that we have of those tally sheets and what the actual images are the number of counts. So you can see for yourself that I'll take one, uh, whether it's 100 to nothing, I'll take, you know, start at the bottom, it was like 60 to 40, and you go up, 70 to 30. Well, why, that, why did someone write in 100 to nothing, 150 to nothing, and put that in that was entered into the system and reported as the uh, official results of the audit and it's they're simply not correct. So, um, just to wrap up, I want to explain, and I've, I've heard I've, this has been in my affidavit for over six months. What were the flaws of the audit? Why was this audit so flawed? Okay, I'm going to give you five reasons. The Secretary of State established no procedures for dealing with counterfeit ballots. As you know, our lawsuit's about counterfeit ballots. It was until, until this amendment. Uh, but there was no procedure to deal with. So if the auditors came across fraudulent ballots or potentially counterfeit ballots, when they were doing their uh, hand count audit checks, there, there was no procedure to do anything with it. 
we as audit monitors, I was there when they uncovered this, uh, we could not get within six feet of the table, so we were unable to determine how that scaled, how many of these potentially counterfeit dollars do we have. Uh, we were not allowed closer enough to, to make that determination. So the sworn affidavit said that there could be in as many as tens of thousands. Um, the, other, the other problem, and this is what, why the, the tally sheets we saw today are uh, pretty obviously falsified. No one, when they set this audit up, no one ensured that there was a member of each party or each candidate at the table. So the Democrats were at one table, Republicans at another table, and there was no check. No one was checking the, the people who were writing down this information. Who these people were, we don't know. Uh, some, some were elections officials, some were, I think, librarians, others were happy-faced personnel. Um, fourth point, no one monitored the data entry point at Fulton County. Um, they also didn't monitor it at DeKalb County. But um, when we had that, a single individual entering the information, no one was monitoring that, and they didn't want anybody to monitor that person. It should have been monitored. They should have had two people, and it should have monitored behind them. So that's uh, the fourth problem. But here's the worst problem from my perspective, and just being in the uh, methodology business and being familiar with how audits are run and chains of custody. The tallies were entered into the Secretary of State's Arlo system, and most counties did not keep any of their own results. So if you go to the county and say, what were the results of your audit? They would shrug their shoulders and they would say, go ask the Secretary of State. So the chain of custody was broken for the entire entry of the audit, which negates that if you know anything about auditing or methodologies, that negates the, the quality and the accuracy of the entire audit. Should have never been done that way, but it was. And for these reasons, this is why the Georgia audit is flawed. This is why we're probably seeing a lot of the fraud and the errors that we're seeing today. So, um, just want to sum up a couple of last things. And um, we have the press releases on VoterGA.org. The complaint that, I, that has been modified is also up on VoterGA.org. We have a press release tab. We have a, um, a um, com the amended complaint is on the legal tab. Everything I've showed you today is all public information. You can have the public uh, ballot images, which we, we provide in our press release, and we also have the audit results um, that are on the Secretary of State's website. We'll give you the links for that. You don't have to take our word for it. Anybody in the country can do their own analysis and come up with the same or different results than we did. But most importantly, I want you to understand that the elections officials, this includes the Secretary of State and Fulton County, they've had this information for six months. We just got it a couple months ago uh, through our lobbying efforts on SB202 to get public, uh, pub make ballot images publicly available. And we also got the court order about that same time to, to release these. So, but everything is, I'm telling you today is public, not one thing is specific to our case. Um, in terms of evidence because we haven't even gotten to discovery yet. So I encourage you to check us out um, and really, really uh, appreciate y'all being here. 
And uh, David, I think, has some additional things that he would like to say. And we need to, we're going to need to take a quick stop break at 11 o'clock, I think. And then we'll come back and we will be here to answer all of your, your questions. So what, what time do we have right now? 11.10.57. 10.57. Okay, so we'll stop. So I think David's going to come forward and he, and he wants to show. Dave, David has led this effort. But I just want to say one last thing before we go. Again, we're putting these fact sheets out. This is a different one that I was telling you about earlier, but this is one that came from our public broadcasting uh, folks here in, in Atlanta. They, they've been saying that there's no uh, evidence of fraud. That's not true. And they're, they're misleading people in Georgia. There has been evidence of fraud for six months. Uh, we've had these sworn affidavits for six months. The evidence has been there. Now there's even more evidence, and there's even some proof of some fraud. So with that, I'm turning over to David is leading this effort. And David, thank you so much for everything you've been doing. Pleasure. So you said we need to stop in like two minutes? Um, um, we can push out a couple minutes. Okay. Let's take that back before the night here. Okay, hi everyone. My name is David Cross. Um, I'm a concerned citizen that reached out to, to Garland um, a few days after election day. We just Concerns about irregularities that I'm, that I'm seeing. I own a small business over in Duluth, Georgia, where I do investment management. And so really the, the crux of what I do for a living is investigate numbers. When, when clients come to me and say, is this, is this company a good investment? Is that company a good investment? My job is to go in and look at, at the financials and find out if it's a sound company. And we frequently have found instances where, where we found fraud. And we and we've saved our clients millions of dollars by not investing in the, in the companies that have that kind of fraud. <laughs> What I'm going to show you is just is very brief. I'll, I'll try to be to the point. If you want to, feel free to pull your chairs forward. What I'm showing on the screen right now, this is the actual risk limiting audit that the Secretary of State has posted on, on his website. Now, from here, this, this, this thing's got 44,000 or 42, I think 42 or 44,000 lines to it. It's every absentee by mail, every election day, every batch that was used in, in the risk limiting audit. When we go from there, we're able, to, we're able to isolate it and get it down to the point where we can see um, what, we're able to compare what was reported in the risk limiting audit versus what were we given in terms of images. So I'm gonna jump right to, I'm gonna jump right to the, the easy things that, are, that, that should have been found with any kind of audit. So what you're looking at here is these three top entries each show 96 votes for, for Trump and 392 for Biden. And the very first line says, absentee scanner three batches 174 through 178. When I go over and tally the images that correspond to, to those files, or, or, or to the, the, the batch image files, it's, it's pretty close, all right? So the rest of the audit showed 491, we showed 495 ballots in there and it's very close. What should have been caught was that standard three batch 175 and 176 was also reported as, three, as, as 96 and 392. And then absentee standard three batch 177 was reported with exactly the same result. And if you just wanna look at apples to apples on batch 177, the Secretary of State said 96 and 392, what was actually in the batch was 9 and 89. That's easy stuff to find. Anybody could have sorted the spreadsheet and found that. 
but they didn't. This entire page is filled with more duplicates. And some of these are duplicates that have similar names. So the next one says absentee scanner three batch one. And then the next line that's on here says scanner three slash one. Those numbers are, were reported as exactly the same on the risk limiting audit. Only one batch of files existed that says 43 and 55. Again, absentee scanner three, batch 18, looks the same as scanner three slash 18. This goes on down the page. I mean, it's, it's, it's an unbelievable amount of matches that happen on there that should have been easily identified by anybody just doing a basic audit to look for duplicate entries. It's a simple function to put into Excel. If this number matches that number and this other number matches the one above it, 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 it should be very simple to find. David, were all of these, and all of these examples, were the, were the uh, numbers that were presented, that, that were adjusted, uh, always done in favor of Biden? Um, we had a few that were in favor of Trump, but the vast majority was, was Biden. Um, so these are, these are ones that, where we have exact numbers. You know, 21 and 77 gets reported twice, 8 and 90 gets reported twice, and there's only one batch that verifies what actually exists. Yeah, what would cause them to get counted twice? Would that be a deliberate thing, or is this sort of a... Like, I have no idea. I mean, I'm not speculating. But I do know that if the, if the Secretary of State says, we counted them three times, they, they should be able to find this. This well, is not who, difficult. Who are the incompetents that conducted the audit? Yeah, I don't know. I would you know. Yeah, which, which group? Was it from the Secretary of State's office? Or was it an outside group? Um, I think it was the Secretary of State's office, but Garland's more familiar with that. I'm just the numbers guy. Yeah, do you want to answer now or when? No, go ahead. All right, so um, I think you're asking how the audit was. I asked who of the incompetents who conducted, who conducted the audit for the Secretary of State. Okay, so the way that it worked is Fulton County had an audit on November 14th, 15th with their own people. And um, the audit was entered into the Secretary of State system, as I explained before. And this report was generated from the Secretary so of State. So Fulton County audited itself. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Fulton, I, the, the, answer, the answer to your question is, it, 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 was, it was Fulton County. Um, as, and assuming that the Secretary of State's reporting mechanism is right, this is the problem with the broken chain of custody. A Fulton County, when you conduct an audit, Fulton County should have their own results. Mm -hmm. So when they push it up, then we know, we can verify that, okay, it was Fulton County who did it wrong. Mm -hmm. Now that the chain of custody was broken and it went to the Secretary of State's office and the Secretary of State reported Fulton County's number, you don't really know. So they pushed up falsified was... information and covered their tracks, basically. I'm sorry? They pushed up falsified information to the Secretary of State and covered their tracks by wiping it out from the uh, it, 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 it appears that way. We don't want to be accusatory. Sure. Yeah, but the, but it, it the appears... reality is there's no tra tracks leading back, leading back to them. Is that correct? Well, yeah, no, there is. there are tracks. I mean, the, this data, the tally sheets were done by Fulton County. The tally sheets that David was is talking about, they were done by Fulton County. They were then entered by Fulton County. But when they entered it, they entered it into the Secretary of State system, and that's what broke the chain of custody. 
They should have entered it into the system, in other words. And yeah, and then uploaded it. Okay. Well, well, what's interesting is that this audit happened after the Carter Jones report, right? Where the, the investigator that the Secretary of State actually hired to look at how Fulton County ran the election, and he described it as chaos in his report. They then allowed the same chaotic environment to literally conduct the audit, which is sort of like a negligence on the part of the Secretary of State, right? Because you're. Well, <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're, the, the, answer, the answer's obvious. We're, we're just giving you the data. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying not to draw too many accusatory yeah, conclusions off of it. Were there any observers from, a, from the parties of this audit that Fulton County conducted, or was it just? Fulton County employees no, or okay. Yes, so there were observers, there were, I was an observer, I was an audit monitor, um, there were, the Carter Center was there, and they thought the audit was wonderful. You just saw this report. They made a 30-page report telling you how great the, the audit was. It's but, complete. But they also did the audit of Venezuelan, uh, hmm. Venezuelan elections, and they found it wonderful, too. Right. That's why we have a list in Venezuela. So, you don't even mention Jimmy Clark. So, so I have another question. Tell me what you found in Arizona and, and how that, what you saw in Arizona, how that compares to that, what went on in Arizona. That's outside the scope. That's outside the scope. We need right, to we'll stay with we'll we'll Mark, Mark had one question. He's been patiently waiting. <laughs> Thank you. Um, when we look at mismatches in audit results compared to machine counted results, is it possible that Fulton County, when doing the audit, just mixed the batches together um, and rather than keeping them organized? You know, how like how possible is it that this is sloppy records management rather than intentional mismatches? It, it, it's certainly it's certainly errors. There are certainly errors, but the tally sheets I showed you are falsified. That's fraud, in my opinion. Now, how do you know it's fraud rather than sloppiness? Well, how would you make sloppiness and you write up seven batches, 100 to nothing Biden, 200 to nothing Biden. I mean, well, we know in the How, audit they sorted ballots sometimes by candidate. They, they, Isn't it possible no. that they did that kind of sorting? It's, it's, po it's possible, Mark, but the right. reality is that somebody wrote down 100 on there mm -hmm. and then didn't bother to, to reconcile what, what they were turning in. I mean, what, was, it, you know, was it fraud? I don't know, but here's the thing. When we go back and take a look, you know, uh, Garland was talking about the 60% error rate. What he's talking about here was, I did a simple um, question in, in Excel. I said, does the Trump, does the Trump number here from the risk limiting audit match the Trump number that was in the ballot file? Does the Biden number from the risk limiting audit match the images? And does the total number of votes match? That's it. And there's a 59.5% failure rate. So right at 60, I mean, rounded up 60% failure rate if you're just doing that test. So if human beings are do this, do, doing this kind of thing on a risk limiting audit, I expect, you know, 5%, not 59.5%. So two questions. One question is, uh, on these tally sheets, is there somebody that initials or signs so that you can trace back who is physically doing it? There is, um, but it's been redacted, so we don't we don't know. So the Secretary of State would have access to that. Yes, yes. Okay. And then second question is. And the county. Okay. And second question is, is with these duplicate batches, are there more than one sheet that just reflects the same number? 
Karen, so more than one sheet? No, there, we haven't found more than one tally sheet. So there's just extra votes somehow being counted, but no tally sheet to... to... Actually, I, I stand corrected. I, I remember finding a, a couple of tally sheets that... that for the same batch? For the same batch. Multiple tally sheets for the same batch. Two at most is what I found. Okay. But the, the problem is, is that the tally sheets were given to given us to, mm -hmm. a, to, to us in four files mm -hmm. that had 3,000 things jumbled in there. There was no order. There was It was all chaos. So, so you literally had to hunt and peck through this thing. I've spent hundreds of hours trying to figure this thing out. And now, is the numbers enough? Like, do you know, like, when you calculate all the numbers of the errors, is there a big enough difference to where the election could have went the other way? I don't know. You don't know. All right, so here, here's the thing. So if, if I owe you $20,000, right, mm -hmm. and I pull a wad of cash out of, out of my pocket and say, as soon as they give this to you, it's yours. And I certify that it's $20,000, right? Mm -hmm. And you look at it and you say, well, it looks like 20,000 bucks, but you don't know that it's, you know, it's movie money, right? And the, and the first the first couple hundred, are, you know, first couple hundreds are real and the rest of it's, it's garbage. I think that what we've got is garbage. So let's come back to, let's come back to this. I just showed you um, identical duplicates. Now what we've got is mislabeled and duplicate counted, right? So here's an example, just a simple, easy one. Um, oops, my slide's too big. I have to shrink it down a little bit. It was already reported as 74 and 217. The numbers we came up with was 97 and 277. This thing is a mess. Can you even trust the 97 and the 277 originally reported? Um, over here, as far as the ballot images go, I, I mean, I have to because those are the ballot images that were given to me. Um, unless I find that there are duplicates. So there's. this is just about the county of the ballots. This is not about the integrity of the ballots themselves. No, not yet. We'll get to that in just a minute. Here's another one where you have similar naming nomenclature. Scanner 1 slash 97 is the same as scanner 1 dash 97. They both got counted for the risk limiting audit. Only one of them is correct and the correct numbers were 41 and 55, not 43 and, and, and 45. You mean the originally reported numbers? I'm not sure. This is about images. This is a risk limiting audit. I don't know what the originally reported numbers were, but what what some what, what sometimes some of our critics will sometimes say. Some of our critics will sometimes say that, um, well, the the numbers were so close. You know how you know how could it be off? And the reality is is I don't know. But I can tell you that the 
election night numbers, very close to the recount, very close to the risk limiting audit numbers. So there has to be something that's going on. Um, let's see, we'll go a little further down here. Right. On that point, I mean, go. Can, can I? Sure. Yeah, I mean, since the numbers are close in the aggregate, um, I think some people would say that lends credence to the idea that the audit was close to the actual official results. Why is that not true? Can, can I answer that? Sure. Okay, so Mark, there's a false assumption in your question, and that is that the original results were accurate. And that's a fault. That's exactly. what I believe to be exactly. a false assumption. Exactly. So, so uh, let me explain why. As you know, as you know, we accumulate votes that are in QR codes that the voter never verified. That system was ruled illegal by the U.S. District Court. It was ruled as in violation of Georgia law. Now she hasn't provided relief for that yet, but that's in. Page 81 of the October ruling from Judge uh, Totenberg that this system violates Georgia law. They're wedded to it now. Over 100 million, we're probably we're approaching 200 million dollars. So until we can actually look at it and see if the actual that Dominion system actually counted votes correctly, we don't know that the first results are correct, and now we don't know that the audit proved anything. So we've got uh, multiple problems. When they recounted it for the third time, all they did was accumulate the votes, the unverifiable votes, and republish the previous unverifiable votes. We have not had a legitimate count of the votes in the Georgia elections yet, in November or in January. So, and we do have evidence that, they, that the Dominion machines flip votes in Ware County. I'll stick by that. I have a sworn affidavit on it. People are saying that it didn't happen. Nobody has ever refuted my sworn affidavit on that. Yes, ma'am. What, what is the process from here on? Is this taken to a court or any other? Who can look into this? It doesn't seem like anybody from either party is interested in, in exposing this. The legislature. The legislature's got to have the has got to have the guts to stand up and say, you know what, we've we've got to do this, right? But it looks like the people in the legislature are very quiet about this. So, well, the average politician's scared. Uh, they just want to get elected again. Um, they don't want to upset the they don't want to upset the vote. So, they're just they're just trying to get reelected. Let me show you some more because it, you know it gets it gets worse, right? Um, we looked at the number of times that in the, the risk limit audit that Trump got more than 94% of the vote, which is statistically improbable, right? It happened four times. When we look at the number of times that Biden got over 94% of the vote, it happened 200 times, 210 times to be exact. Not statistically probable. And even though that doesn't say there was fraud, it says that there's irregularities that need to be looked into. How does that compare to the 2016 presidential election? Um, I don't know. All I've been doing is, is spending all my time on, on this particular one. What I'm going to show you now, and I've got um, two, two more slides, so this is, this is one of the more important ones. This just shows you kind of like what we did to go through and, and verify things. You've got a tally sheet. 
for standard two batch 20 that says Biden got 100, nothing else written on here. Then what we've got is down at the bottom, we have the risk limiting audit that shows zero and 100. And then we actually went through and, and pulled up what the actual ballot images said. We did this for every single one of the entries on that spreadsheet because we want to prove our work. This is the 4,000 or whatever it was entries on that spreadsheet. Yes. All right. And then um, over the weekend, we started finding duplicate scanned ballots. Now, Gabriel Sterling on June 18th on Twitter says, it's not possible. It didn't happen. And he's tired of answering, you know, answering the, the, the questions about it. What I'm going to show you here is two ballots side by side. One of them is marked for Jason Shaw and it's got a little squiggle mark next to it. You can see it's got the identical mark on the second one. And the ballot image is stored up here on the top left. So this one over here is scanner 5162. That's scanner number three. Batch number 235, image number 19. And that matches 234, image 59. So you have the same ballot counted twice in the images and counted in the audit. How that's possible, I don't know. But what, it's, what it says is that we need a full-blown audit because you need to remember, what we're finding here is a tiny little bit of information inside of the um, absentee by mail ballots, which is only a fraction of all of Fulton County, and Fulton County is a part of Georgia. So we're just, we're zeroing in on a tiny, tiny microcosm, and this is what we're finding. I would imagine if we're finding this in Fulton County, we're probably going to find it throughout the state. And the question is, is, you know, why did it happen? Why did the Secretary of State in debt Georgians to $208 million for a system that can't even count dollar bills the way that your bank can count dollar bills? I mean, if you go to your bank and you hand them $2,000 in hundreds, the teller's going to put it through a machine that's going to count it exactly, and it's going to spit out counterfeits. And that machine costs 300 bucks. And we spent $208 million on this. That concludes my remarks. Thank so you. So those are two separate ballots right there, ballot images rather? Yep, if you want to, you can get up closer, or I'll send them to you. 5162 is the batch number, batch 234, image 59. 5162, batch 235, the very next one sequentially, which it should have been caught, image number 19. And were there like several that seemed copied? Or? The whole batch. The whole batch looked exactly like these two? Here's the next one. So how were the marks made on the ballot? Was it made with the... With the, uh, with it's, the it's, it was a mail-in, so somebody just, you know, they so filled it's, in the... So it's handed in? Yeah. Okay. So here, here's, the, here's, the next, here's one of the next ones. All right, so same batch, number 234, image number 2, and 235, image number 61, Republican, 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 all the way down to the point where this little spot up in Fannie Willis matches this one over here. There's no question that that ballot was counted twice. Adjudication is not reflected in this, right? No. Okay, so that's a whole other area to be looked into. Here's another one. Again, 234, image number 80. 235, image number 42. 
Bubba McDonald's matches perfectly. Karen Handel matches perfectly. The entire batch does this. Are there multiple batches like that? There's another batch that is going to be on, that'll be featured on Tucker Carlson tomorrow night. Okay. Here's another. 234, image 64, 235, image 26. Check mark at the top of the Robert Bryant. Well, the people can found. Uh, so far, all that you show us except one is for a Democrat. So one for a Republican, the previous ballot failed to show. How does that compare into what you found overall in the duplicates? All right, and I do apologize that it cut off right there. Um, that's mostly it. I know the audio may not be that great. I'm so glad that they held this thing live. Uh, I hope that the information helps you in your research for Voter Fraud 2020. I know it's, it has helped me. It's going to continue to help me with the book that I'm writing titled Voter Fraud 2020. So um, for now, that is all that I could find, all that I could get if I can find more. If there is more, hopefully it'll be up somewhere, but you'll always be able to find a lot of the stuff that you can't find on YouTube. I'm going to try to put them up here just so people can access them, listen to them, hopefully watch them on some other platforms like BitChute. So you'll find me on BitChute. I'll put up a lot of these videos there too. And uh, just for educational purposes, just because there are so many places like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, that will not air these types of videos or these types of audio because of the content. Anything pro-Trump, anything that questions voter fraud, anything that questions COVID-19, on and on and on. And so it's craziness. Uh, we didn't even see this much drama when, when you know people were questioning JFK. People were questioning September 11th. I mean, it, this is at a whole nother level here, and it's all related to Trump. So make sure you, you listen to uh, Trump's speeches about uh, the uh, lawsuit that's coming up soon, and stay tuned. God bless you all.